0: Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Welcome back to the Two DJs One House podcast. This is week 57 of COVID lockdown, <laughs> or what it feels like, f- week 57. Um, to start the podcast off, yeah. I thought you being so old and. Because i you sat over there, because I can't kick you. <laughs> um, it was kind of a backhanded compliment, though. You being so old. <laughs> Gotta dig your way out of that one, bit. <laughs> You will have knowledge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. There's two jokes to that. Me.
1: <laughs> what's you... one thing that you wish you knew when you were younger that you've learnt now? Um... Obviously, there's going to be many things. But like, what's the what's the biggest thing that you were like, damn, I wish I knew that.
0: I think uh, I wish I knew like that I was going to turn out this sexy, <laughs> <laughs> and then life would have been a lot different.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wish you'd. <laughs> How you're secretly blind. <laughs> I am quite blind. Oh, you are a bit blind, actually, aren't you? When yeah. you take your glasses off, how
0: weird are your eyes? I've got like one eye that goes like inwards and that. So like, <laughs> can it see more one way? No, it just doesn't see very <laughs> well. So it tries to focus and so it goes, looks at my nose. <laughs> so it does kind of look in? Yeah.
1: Oh my God, that's really funny. And what's like the the focal distance on your eyes? About half an inch. didn't ask what my penis size was.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, that'd be a quarter of an inch. Um, Yeah, I can't really see a lot, to be honest. (laughs) So can one eye see further than the other? Um, Marginally, but there's not much difference to both shit. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's a serious thing you wish you'd learn?
0: Um I just think in general it's always that conversation you have and you're like, oh if only I knew then what I know now, I probably just wouldn't have turned up to school to be honest. I've always <laughs> 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 just stayed at home. There's quite a lot of things really. I think as you get older you learn socially a lot of stuff like, you know, how to how to talk to people better. I'm still learning. And uh how, how to
1: just, talk better. How
0: to talk English much better and stuff. <laughs> All that kind of thing. Communication becomes better when you get older and, you know, just everyday life becomes abilities. and the things that used to scare you when your child are just like, fff, doesn't really matter now, does it? What's one bit of advice you'd give me, personally? Um, just don't be a prick to everyone at school. It's a bit late, <laughs> I'm not at school. This is me talking to your old self. Be what? nice to people. <laughs> be nice to people. <laughs> don't be a bully. I mean, I know I'm really
1: young, but... One thing I wish I could learn a bit more, but I already have learned, is to just like stop caring what people think. Oh, who yeah. cares? <laughs> when you this is this is what like really tipped it for me. I was like, there were people who were judging me that I knew they were judging me, and then I'd look at them and I'd think, why are you judging me? Do you know like, what I mean? Like, there's some people you think, yeah, fair enough, you're you're like amazing. I don't know, I could never be as good as you. But then there's some. It's usually the people who. Who judge you the most are the ones who, are the worst.
0: yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, this is the, this is the thing actually, because yeah, as as I've learned as I got older, as you know me now, I don't give a shit. You'll see me like at a nightclub or something, and I'll just be taking the piss. Did you ever on. care? Yes. Oh, you did. You used to be quite shy. No, <laughs> wait, school. what? <laughs> Yeah, that's all changed completely now. It's a complete flip.
1: Well, you like one of those crazy kids that was would like sit in the corner of the class and like listen yeah. to heavy metal, and then if someone spoke to you, would be like, piss off! It's
0: kind of. I was like class clown with long hair. Oh, so you were confident enough to be class clown? No, it was just a bit of a face, you see. You put a bit of a front on, you act a bit stupid, and it gets you through the day, doesn't it? <laughs> I thought so, I used
1: to do that.
0: But as you get older, it sort of be, c- carries over to your life, and you learn how to socialise better, and you just think, well fuck you basically <laughs> and uh yeah it's like you'll see me in a nightclub and I'm just like complete dickhead running around just dancing on my own I don't care
1: I'm still <laughs> dancing on my own
0: Always. And uh, the funny thing about that is I actually take the piss when I'm dancing, like, massively. But yeah. like, people, I find people take the piss out of me when I'm doing it, people be behind me going, oh, mate, you're... And trying to copy my dances, like, laughing at the mates, going, oh. And I'm thinking, well, I'm kind of taking the piss out of you in the first place, so therefore... <laughs> you're
1: well, the taking jokes... the piss out of me, taking the piss out of you. <laughs> yeah, so the joke's
0: on you, mate, let's be honest. Because yeah. I don't really care, I'm doing this on purpose. And you also, <laughs> who
1: cares what other people are doing? Like, oh, it doesn't matter, does it?
0: Like, what... Why are they...
1: Why do they feel like, oh, he's been an idiot? What? I know it sounds really stupid, and we're getting real deep now, but <laughs> but you only think that's stupid because you've been told something else is normal and that that's not normal. If you were told that was normal, you wouldn't think that was stupid. Precisely. Do you know what I mean? And then you just think, well, what is all of this? It's all just a joke, isn't it?
0: <laughs> Life's just a big joke. We've been sat in for too long, mate. So, well, what is life? And it's just all, just all, it's all a joke. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. It basically is. <laughs> yeah, it's just all bullshit, mate. So, you've just got to. Just enjoy yourself and don't care what anyone thinks. I mean, I don't care. Well, I do, actually. I wouldn't go out of the house without doing my hair, but that's a different thing. And <laughs> <laughs> I won't go to a festival without a hairdryer.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. yes. Yeah, I would be the same, but I wear a hat all the time, so I just stick a hat on and don't care. Yeah. Because if someone takes a hat off, I make sure I've either got a hoodie on so I can put the hood up, So <laughs> you can't take the hoodie off me. Or I'll have. <laughs> this is really sad. <laughs> when I go, when I DJ somewhere, yeah, a commercial club or something, I'll have a hat on. And I, I used to DJ in a, in a place that was like a lot, a lot of students and like early twenty-year-olds who used to think they were really cool would spend eight hundred quid on a, on a cheap bottle of vodka. You all got a
0: Chelsea quiff.
1: Yeah, it was all that kind of like. <laughs> Anyway, so I used to wear a hat so that I would look a little bit less um, friendly for them to talk to me mm-hmm. and try and make friends. So I had some people try and make friends with me and I was really nice and then I was like, oh, I shouldn't have done that.
0: No, because they never go away, do they? Because then they
1: kept going up, so I I'd could spot on a hat so maybe I'd look a bit more like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting into this. And I can look down and the cap covers my eyes so I can't, so I can't see them if they're making eye contact and look up and look So else. why you always drop weird tunes because you can't see what you're looking at.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway...
1: Um, and what I always used to do, and I still do it, well, not now because we're COVID lockdown, but um, up until the COVID lockdown, I always used to bring a spare hat in case someone nicked it someone nicked it off me one night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not that
0: bad. I used to take hairspray with me when I DJ and aftershave and that, just, you know, keep myself fresh. You take aftershave? Yeah, I've always got a little mini aftershave that's either in my jacket pocket or in my DJ bag. And I have um, hairspray normally. <laughs> Just in case, you never know, because sometimes I've sort of sorted my hair out and got mm. myself like, I've gone to work, it's been a bit windy, uh, and I get to work and I'm like, oh, I look like a chicken. <laughs> so I was just going quickly, just sort my hair out a bit, and then you always get, some place you get really hot and it's just like, Whoa. so yeah, a little bit of aftershave to keep you feeling fresh. like Yeah. yeah. And then about 12 beers. And <laughs> and you're all right, you're good to go. And then I'll start my set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally, that's normally what I do. i normally think, well, I've got half an hour and I'm on, on the deck, so... I'll just nip to the pub on the way to work, down about four double rums, Mm. (laughs) and a tequila maybe. Or if I'm feeling a bit tired, I'll have a a shot of agua. And then go to work.
1: And people who don't DJ, this is allowed in clubs, like you're allowed to drink alcohol as a DJ in clubs, just in case anyone's (laughs) listening. And I told this to to one of the bar staff ages ago. I was like, I can have a drink. They were like, How are you allowed to have a drink? And I was like, Because I'm DJing?
0: I've literally threatened to walk out because I wasn't allowed to drink before. I was like, Right, (laughs) well, I'm, I'm leaving. If you're not going to let me have a drink then you can stick your job. No. Honestly, I did. I nearly walked out.
1: I think from the bar <laughs> bar staff's point of view obviously they're not allowed to drink on the of bar course, so they're probably yeah. thinking well you're behind another little it's not yeah. a bar but you're behind a thing so why is the why is it all different? But like, it's totally different.
0: Dealing with drunk people when you're sober is the worst. It is, but so do the bar staff have <laughs> to do that. True, but you know they've got to deal with money and they've got to be responsible. They've got to serve alcohol to yeah. other people. I'm just entertaining people. Yeah. So I need to be in the mindset of what those people are performing. To to.
1: Yeah, if you have a couple of drinks and you sort of relax and feel how they do, so then you kind of know. It Sounds silly, but you do. It's like songs just suddenly come to you, like, oh, I think this song goes well. Yeah, exactly. With this.
0: And especially if you're doing like commercial clubs and things like that as well, just get a bit pissed. You get in the mindset, you think, oh, yeah, that'll be great now. Mm. And, and then you can interact with people a bit more freely because you're a bit more like. You know, a bit more chilled. You're in the, even mm. the same, similar mindset to those. Obviously, yeah. not as twatted as they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not very often. Well, <laughs> uh, they, so there, most there was,
1: I don't know if you know who the DJ is, but he used to do downstairs uh, on Friday where I used to do it. And um, and then it all changed over and the manager double booked us. Mm. So he turned up at the same time that I, did, I knew who he was. And they were like, actually, it's quite it's quite busy tonight. Do you want to do the upstairs while Dale does the downstairs? And that's the cheese room. And he was like, I can't do a cheese room. I hate it. I just, I I won't be able to cope. I'm like that. And I said, hang on, mate. (laughs) I'll give you a lift home so that you can go and do it and have a few drinks. And he went up there and he got so smashed that on the way home, he was hanging out of my car going... uh, uh, (laughs) And I dropped him home and he like threw up as soon as he got in and he stumbled all over the road. He said, I haven't been that drunk in ages, but it got me through the night.
0: That was my room. You see, you need to be drunk up there. Yeah. I was always smashed in that room. I did that room.
1: <laughs> I did that room non-drunk once, and it was horrible. It's
0: hard, isn't it? You've got to be just be a bit carefree and a bit stupid, and you've got to entertain people in that sort of Especially environment. Especially
1: in a room like that, because the the club room downstairs is a bit more serious. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, I'm cool. Whereas in that room, you have to be fun and like, yeah. So you yeah. do want to get a bit more. Whereas I like can downstairs, I can just get away with because obviously, if I, if you drive to a job, then you don't drink. So like yeah, exactly. sometimes you just have to get used to it. But
0: yeah. That's why I tend to take jobs that are either very local or I'll get an Airbnb.
1: Yeah, <laughs> or you can get, like, a taxi sometimes if yeah. it's sort of a middle ground one. Or... I'm
0: lucky to have a friend who's a taxi driver that drops me home from Exeter sometimes on, mm. on the cheap, which is nice. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, I can get absolutely drunk and get 20 quid and I get dropped home, so it's yeah. worth it. It's <laughs> right straight to my door. He was the guy that dropped me off New Year's Eve the time I came in with a cat. I was so drunk.
1: Did he see you come in with a cat?
0: No, he sort of dropped me off. I was like... Argh. <laughs> I was so drunk it was maybe it was probably about half four five in the morning when he picked me up. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so yeah, he'd see me in many fruitful states, but he's an absolute legend. He just uh, I'll ring up and go, mate, can you just I'm stuck in Exeter. And I go, Yeah, will be there in 20 minutes. Cheers. I'm like, yes, thank have you. Have you ever
1: been so drunk? Well actually, what's the most drunk you've ever been? Can you remember can you remember <laughs> what people have said about you being that drunk or can you remember any part of the night?
0: Ah well, <laughs> do you remember the Q Club? Yeah. For anyone that doesn't know, which you probably won't, it was an old club in Exmouth that, that shut down now. But it used to be all right. I went in there two times and it shut down. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I went out, I went out on my own as I usually do because I just like like to go out on my own because I'm a bit of a bit of a nutter. And um,
1: well, the thing is, in Exmouth, you go out and you meet
0: a hundred people. Yeah, I sort of know everyone anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> and it saves me not being the prick that leaves all my mates behind when I'm running around being weird. <laughs> um, yeah, it was quite a long time ago and I was I was in the Q Club and um I'd just been to a couple of bars before and there's this one bar that they started getting into absinthe mm-hmm. and had this like cocktails like absinthe and something else it was it was mental and that just makes you go loopy anyway and I I was absolutely smashed and I turned up in there and I was apparently I was on <laughs> on the podium. <laughs> it's like a podium thing. I was like dancing to like something like S 7. Ho- oh, there like, is a strip pole. For the stars or something like that. It was before the strip pole. Oh. And they had two little stages either side of the DJ booth that people used to fight to get on. I'd be like, get out of the way, bitch. I'm on now. Be, <laughs> I was like, woo, like, yeah. Just giving it the bigger one to like, S Club 7 or something. And I was like, do you know what? I reckon I could... I'm going to do a forward flip and I'm going to land no. on, the, on the dance floor and it's going to be sick. And it's like, woo! So I just jumped did a forward flip and just smacked straight on my head, unconscious. <laughs> apparently, I don't remember. I was told, did you this. hit anyone? No, I hit my I just landed on my head, and um, apparently, I, uh, I just sort of got up after being unconscious and went, Woo! Yeah, Ran <laughs> off again, just, apparently, did you not get thrown out? No, the bouncers used oh to love me in there, the bouncers, and um. Yeah, I just—I don't really remember, and I, I really—it clearly really. affected your speech. <laughs> I'm totally. This is why I'm so brain dead now. <laughs> I don't really remember, but I haven't been able to walk very well since. My um, first
1: time in Q Club, I went in there with some of my friends, and one of our other friends was working there. We—I literally just turned eighteen, like the day before or something—and we went in there, <laughs> and we went. It was like a little group of us, and um, and we. <laughs> Sorry. We sat down at this little table and had loads of drinks on there. Like we got, it was loads of shots of stuff, bombs of stuff. And then you've got shots and bombs is really violent.
0: It's only just hit me. Shots and bombs. Oh God. Oh my God anyway <laughs> um, violently drunk
1: <laughs> yeah I was and uh, anyway and I was like I need some bread and I went up to the bar where my friend was and I was like I just need some bread I need bread and he was like we're a nightclub we don't have bread and I was like please, please just I need bread and he's like okay, okay I'll go and have a look for some and he looked around the place came back and was like, we don't have any bread and I was like I just need bread so I went outside <laughs> stupid I went outside and I was like <laughs> and I like, sat down on the floor and I was like that and the bouncer was like, you're right. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Went back in, and as I went to sit down, I pressed down really hard on the table. Hard on. And the whole table, <laughs> the whole table flipped with all the drinks. It all smashed on the floor. It was a mess. And my friend, luckily, because he worked there,
0: came over, cleared it up, and was like, don't do that again. So I got away with it. And literally flipped the whole table. It just reminded me actually the same place, the same club. Um, I was actually even more drunk than the time I knocked myself out. <laughs> So, i just got back from work. I used to work in Exeter in the opticians. I used to make glasses and things yeah, in yeah. the lab. I used to be a lab technician.
1: I used to, oh, yes, darling, I work in a lab. You oh, know. do you? I yes. put glasses together.
0: That's actually quite a skilled job, so fuck you. Um, <laughs> but very poorly paid, so stick that job, thank you. Um, anyway, I used to do that and then I got home. And my mate Andy was like, oh, God, let's go on the piss. I've just got paid in that. So let's go and get on it. And I was like, oh, I don't know. It's so, like, yeah, go on, come on, meet me at the pub. I said, all right, okay, what time What time should I meet you? He said, eight o'clock, okay, in Remedies, which doesn't exist anymore. Where? Where's that? It's um, where there's an Italian restaurant Prezzo's now. Ah, uh, so oh, okay, it yeah, there, yeah. huge huge, two floors, like real massive pubs, absolutely rammed. Mm. And we went in there and he went, mate, have you ever done strawpedos? And I was like, uh, no. <laughs> you never done a I was only about 24. 25. No, I've so like, oh, no, done them then. This is a long time ago. What so There weren't even a thing until years ago, so yeah. He was like, Have you ever done straw pedo? I'm like, Uh, no. He's like, here oh, yeah, there you go. So we were doing it like of smirting off ice or something stupid. And I, ha- I must have had god knows, I don't know six, seven of those all in f- pretty much one after the other. Bam, bam, <laughs> bam. And we went into the Q club and it was just opened. it was 10 o'clock. So <laughs> <laughs> we got in there and I was like, <laughs> It's really smashed. I went to the toilet, and apparently. Next thing I heard, I was a like, bang, bang, bang on the door. Oh, mate, you all right? It's so the bouncers. I'd I just like been sick and like collapsed around the toilet. Uh, I was like on the floor next to the toilet, locked in, going Ugh. after six men <laughs> off ices. No, I'd had more than that, but that's, oh. that was just the start. So two hours of drinking, <laughs> like at that oh, speed. I see. So that's that was just the start when I've met him. It was just like bang, bang, bang. I was like right, And, and you then you carried on. on. And then we carried on and we just had a few shots. And the, you don't need much else after that if you drink that quickly. And, um, yeah, I was just, like, hugging the toilet and just the bounce started to kick the door in. And, and I had one doorman on each side with my arms around both the heads and my feet dragging. They were just carrying me out. I was so smashed I couldn't walk. And my, my mate Brett, bless him, he was, like, my big brother back in the day. He's, he's a big lad, really cool. Like, mm. and, and he saw me and he just picked me up, threw me over his shoulder and carried me all the way home, chucked me in bed and that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Rolled me a fag, and went there you go, <laughs> and, uh, and set my alarm for me. And I, I literally had to get up for work the next day, and I was being sick at work and everything. Uh, and the opticians, I was trying to make glasses, going, yeah, I, "Everyone's going, mate, you look a bit green." I'm like, Whoa. downstairs, being sick at the time. Uh,
1: it's worse when there's like a bright light, and when oh, and when mate. you have to really focus on something.
0: That place was white, so yeah, it was just like all bright white in there. Yeah, obviously, yeah, you are focusing because you're setting up lenses and you're cutting things out, and it's just, oh my god. So, yeah, that was probably the worst I've ever been drunk. What's, like, the weirdest thing you had to do at the opticians? Um, well, I do remember, actually, when you're putting a job through and you're making people's glasses, you get funny names. Why? Uh, there's just some people got funny names. Oh, I so thought you, you gave are, them funny names. No, no, the name's on the prescription, no. and then they've got their prescription, you make their glasses and stuff, and mm. then you sign it out and put it. And uh, we had a Dr Pepper once. No! And that was amazing. <laughs> it's like, Dr Pepper... It's I'm the best one. I felt so sorry for her. She was called Miss Vulva. Oh, no. <laughs> I bet you pissed yourself uh, at that. Miss Vulva, we all did. I was like, make them look at this. <laughs> <laughs> That's about five of <laughs> Poor woman was getting her eyes checked and we were just like, oh, oh my god, it's called vulva. Uh,
1: at least she didn't mix up her words and go, Hi, I'm here to get my vulva checked. Oh.
0: <laughs> Hello, can I see the vulva? Anyone vulva, anybody? <laughs> somebody show me the, where the vulva is, please. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. that's quite funny. Um, actually, somebody made me cry when I was. <laughs> Why? I'd, I'd sort of been on the piss quite a bit because I was uh, going through a bit of a mad phase. I was only like 20 something and this is what you should be doing, but, you know, you're sensible. And uh, Well, you just can't drink. Uh, <laughs> I was at work and I was a bit tired and I'd been on it for a few days and I had a couple of hours sleep and I started making this pair of glasses and normally I'm, I'm quite bang on with it, I could make like five pairs of rimless glasses by hand on me and I just used to have all the skills to do that. Mm-hmm. And uh, a woman came in to have her glasses adjusted and I went, slipped with my screwdriver and just scratched the lens. <gasps> it happens. Like, oh no. I was a bit tired, it was a bit like, and I was busy. And she ripped the shit out of me, she was horrible. Oh my God, I can't believe it, you have to make me another pair now and, and I don't want him to do them. I was like, Oh, she just started ripping out into me, pointing at me, and I was just went <laughs> 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 so to the toilet and had a little cry. It's <laughs> <was> really emotional. <laughs> I was like, "Thanks." She was really mean, though. <laughs> so that
1: was a bit of a bad day at work that day. So, yeah. do you reckon you'd still be able to make glasses now?
0: Um, probably not, but I reckon a little bit of tra- a little bit of training a day on the job, just like oh, that's how that works. Going to be like, yeah, I'd start to figure it out. There were certain things that take constant knowledge, like, you know, learning what kind of curves to have on a lens when you're, you know... when you. Did you have to, do you
1: to have to do big ones as well as small ones, or were they all, like, sort of set sizes? Well,
0: I used to work at, They don't really do it very much anymore, but I used to do surfacing, which is where you get a big block lens with a curve on the front and you actually cut the prescription into it through a machine. Ooh. Whereas like, nowadays you just get stock lenses where you get them out of a drawer and then you just cut them to shape and put them yeah. in. Whereas I used to actually make them and grind them down and fit them to shape and put them in and do all that. I actually worked in a repair shop where I used to pretty much build a whole frame of glasses as well. So I can actually build glasses and know pretty much everything about them. <laughs> it's really gimpy. was the, this podcast? Oh, it's so boring, isn't it? But How it far in are we? I don't know. I think I think that'll do now. <laughs> oh, it's about 20 minutes. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Uh, 20 minutes, guys, yeah?
1: Oh, we had a really nice message today. <laughs> it reminds us. <laughs> We had a message from from someone who has always supported us from from Flaccid. pretty much from the start and he loves our stuff. He's called Benny Richards. Hey, Benny. Hey, Benny. And uh, he sent us a message today, uh, a video of him rocking out to one of our tunes. And uh, and at the end of it, at the end of it, he's like, oh, guys, really love all the stuff that you're doing. And he messed up his words. And he was like, I can't even talk. <laughs> <laughs> we just love him. He's so... And he sends us these little messages sometimes, being like, love
0: everything you're doing. Stay safe. Thanks, guys. Oh, love it was really nice today, wasn't he? It's just like, if you need anything, if I can do anything for you, you yeah. know, do it for- free and uh i like, oh bless him he's really nice so if you're listening benny thank you and hi it's very nice to receive these positive messages in these times of weirdness
1: (laughs) (laughs) also anyone who's listening that doesn't follow us on facebook or instagram or anything like that we're in-house uk and if you just want to message us something just to chat then we're like we pretty much do that with everyone oh yeah so don't feel like weird about messaging us because it's nice to talk
0: to people. Please message We're so we lonely. We friends. I'm sick of talking to Dale every day. <laughs> oh, my God. But no, seriously, talk to us, please.
1: We've made quite a lot of friends online from like other countries yeah. as well, which is cool. And we've had... There's, there's one place in particular, they're called... Hang on, let me get their name up. Something Studio. And they they Go always forth, message us. Go Forth they,
0: Studios. Go Forth,
1: that's the one. they the guys, yeah. Go Forth Studios. And they're always, they're, they always just say, hey, we've got a great guitarist in at the moment. If you need anything or... We we got a vocalist in and we, we do plan on working with them at some point because that'd be yeah. really cool. They're
0: really cool, aren't they?
1: Yeah, they're just really nice. They just make really... They just produce loads of different genres of music and they're really good at doing all of it.
0: Yeah, so it's, we love that. So just give us a give us a shout. Let's have a chat. Hi. And if you have a talent, let us know. Maybe yeah. we can collaborate. Exactly. We like collaborating with people. It's what it's all about, isn't mm. it? So, yeah, just don't be afraid. Don't be shy. Just, just say hi. <laughs> <laughs>
1: For God's sake. Well, um, I think... Don't hate us, everybody. But I think just at the moment, because COVID stuff's going on, I only have two more stories left.
0: (laughs) I've I've, I've still saved my one. Have you saved it? Yeah. I've got a
1: couple, uh, but I don't want to use them all and make rubbish ones. So I think we should cut this one just a little bit short. Yeah, I agree. It's actually been quite a fun one, actually, isn't it? Yeah. And and we will be back next week. But just to end this on a bit of a serious note now. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, Barkley is to do with you. So just right, make sure you make sure you're in the right headspace to hear take this. Take stock. Right. Ready? Yeah. Ladies and gents, to end the podcast this week, um we're going to follow Barkley out to our local field where he buried his pet mongoose who died 3 years ago today and oh. um yeah. Sorry Barkley, but He's just going to say his, you know, farewells and speak to the mongoose as it's three years today. So off you go, Barclay. When, when you're ready.
0: Okay, I just need to gather my thoughts.
1: <clears throat> yeah, don't don't rush, don't rush. Okay.
0: Do you want to come with me?
1: Um. Yeah. Okay. Go on come then. Come on. It's going to be right, emotional. Let's go. Uh, just through this gate. <laughs> it's just a little bit further. Ooh, can you hear all the animals in the, in the distance? <laughs> uh,
0: oh, these look at that, over there. Oh,
1: it's a hawk. Wow, I'm right next to, oh God, the hawk just flew into the hot air balloon. Oh God, they're falling. <sighs> well, let's just pretend we didn't see that, we don't need more okay, death y- yes, today.
0: Enough of that. Oh, here we are, look, oh. just over there. You see that little purple cross?
1: <laughs> <coughs> oh yes, oh, the thing that says mongos, I think you spelt it wrong.
0: Yes, his name's Michael. Oh, Michael the Mongos. Michael the mongoss. Right, let's see, here we are. Right, okay, so let me just
1: put some fitting music on. I'll put it on quietly, don't worry, through the radio here. Thanks. Right, now, when you're ready, mate, just... Just say everything that you feel inside. Just go on, say it. Dear Monty. Monty? I thought it was called Michael. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay. Sometimes uh, when you feel sad, you get up I, I get up. names, make uh, stuff. <laughs> I did have Uncle Monty. Oh, sorry. I oh,
1: was at the uh, the Yellow Cross over there.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll come to you in a minute. Stupid. Monty.
1: Right. Okay. Come on, Michael. Say,
0: Michael. It's been seven hours <laughs> and fifteen days since you took my Mongols away. How are
1: you feeling, Barker? I, know, I
0: just feel really sad right now. Is there he anything you want to say times. to him? Um, I'm really sorry that I went in so hard on you that time. And Oh,
1: <laughs> oh no, last what? week was about a weird, like, paedophile oh rapist, God. and you've made it weird again. That was the weirdest thing we ever did. <laughs> and you've almost <laughs> topped it. <laughs> Animal shit. sex. What's wrong with you?
0: Oh, Michael, don't listen to him. <laughs> so...
1: Well, I'm glad you got all that off your chat. Unless, unless you got anything more to say, about, no, I was just about to
0: get a bit wrong. So um, <laughs> let's leave it there.
1: One final sentence to him before we go. Go on,
0: Michael. I always remember the time we used to exchange clothes and wear each other's makeup, <laughs> and go to the Q Club and jump off of uh, <laughs> jump off of podiums. Shame it was just you that got knocked out that night, though, wasn't it? <laughs> It made a good story, though, didn't it?
1: Thank you, Michael. Good night, uh, Michael. I love you. Thank you, ladies and gents. We'll see you next week. Sorry to end it on such a bum note. Thank you and goodbye. (laughs) Good night.
0: (laughs) It's not even night.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Good morning, afternoon or evening, depending on where you are. Whatever time of day it is, have a good one.
0: Yeah.